0: Merry Christmas! Welcome to the Baseball Insiders. I got you some opening floodgates. I am Adam Weinrib, joined as always by fanside. its MLB insider Robert Murray, and we are doing an emergency Friday show just before the holiday because we thought the Shohei Otani deal might open the floodgates. We thought the Shohei Otani deal might get the market moving. Yoshinobu Yamamoto wagged his finger and said, nope, I'm going to hold a couple of teams hostage and play my own free agency process out before any of that goes down. Turns out it's the Dodgers for him, too. He will join Otani. The deferrals made it possible. Deferrals make the dream come true. And here to sort out the rest of the offseason from here with me, as always, is Robert Murray. How you doing, man?
2: I'm great. I'm I'm sleep-deprived, I got to admit. But the Yamamoto sweepstakes is over, and I can confidently say that... The free agent market is definitely heating up. I have a couple things in my drafts, um, so that's always exciting. And yeah, we'll be diving into the Yamamoto stuff. We'll be diving into a lot of different things that this signing means for teams around the league. Um, but I'm always stoked to be here with you, Mr. Adam Weinrib. And
0: how are you doing, good sir? I am doing just fine. Um, we've got uh, plenty for you today uh today's show is sponsored as always by sleeper daily fantasy uh it's also a good opportunity to join our discord uh it always is but now is a perfect opportunity because as the people who are already in the discord know uh we've been waiting we've been sitting waiting wishing for the yamamoto thing to resolve itself it resolved itself in a major way last night at a price point that most teams probably could not afford uh but now the dam breaks we were hoping the dam was going to break a couple of weeks ago but rest assured robert has made it very clear hey expectation is you're probably gonna have to work on christmas so if you join the discord now If you join at the rumor mill tier or the all-star tier, become a member of our YouTube channel. You can be there along for the ride. You can ask questions between shows. You can get your holiday information fixed because we go live again next Thursday. So obviously we are sorry guys. We are taking Monday off for the beautiful Christmas holiday. That's kind of how it goes. But if you are a member of the discord, you could be with us all the way again. Baseball Insiders is partnering with Sleeper Daily Fantasy to give new users a first deposit match up to $100. The code is FANSIDED2. That's the number two when signing up to receive your deposit match. I see some discorders in the comments here. I think they can vouch for how fun it's been to follow along during the process. And if you're at the All-Star tier, you can get on the private call with us. We just did our first one for December. Robert, it was pretty fun. We're going to do one for January again. Uh, And and whatever you're comfortable with joining... Turn your camera off, turn your camera on, talk out loud, type in the comments, whatever. We just kind of had a free for all. And it was uh, yeah. very loose and enjoyable.
2: Yeah, it was very enjoyable. I had a blast with it. And plus, too, like with that one, I dropped some information. I dropped a lot of information that is not public. Um, so you can definitely become very informed with that one. And then also in the Discord, I literally just dropped a signing in there that is not public. That is further incentive to go join. Um So I'll tell you, I've even yesterday, I I told everyone the Yamamoto sweepstakes was coming down to the wire and it was probably happening last night. So, um, yeah, it just that's your way of becoming the most informed fan. But let's let's dive into
0: this, Mr. Wadrib.
2: Let's absolutely,
0: absolutely. So you've been telling me for a little while that, um, you know, all things being equal or at least somewhat equal, it kind of felt like. Early in the offseason, you didn't think it was possible for Otani and Yamamoto to land in the same destination. But as the offseason dragged on, you started to hear not only is it possible, but it's probably only possible in L.A. Mass chaos yesterday as things are coming down to the wire. He's going to the Rams game with Otani. No, he's not. But it turns out they have a Rams jersey for him at the game anyway. And Otani is there and The Rams are acting like Otani just moved to L.A., even though he's been playing in Anaheim forever, and that's a whole separate issue. But the Dodgers blow up the market last night. Uh, The Yankees, Dodgers, Mets are the three finalists, as we had been told for quite a while. Uh, The Yankees finish at 10 years, 300, higher AAV than both the Dodgers and Mets offers. But the Dodgers and Mets go with the same exact offer, 12 years of security, $325 million. Importantly, opt-outs after years five and eight as I've heard, that can be triggered. Um, I think that fella probably gonna be opting out after year five. But he gets to spend five glorious years alongside Shohei Otani. When did this, to you, first feel like something that could be a reality?
2: It's funny because the everything that I had heard during the regular season was that it was highly unlikely that Otani and Yamamoto would sign with the same team. And I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that it was going to cost what I thought at that point, probably 800 mil. Um, I thought it was going to be a pretty high asking price here. Maybe even, I even thought probably less than that. But with the way that Otani structured his contract and with all the deferred money, that's when it became like a real strong possibility that they'd be able to go out and get a Yamamoto type or they could go out and spend on some other guys. And throughout yesterday, it became pretty clear to me that it was either going to be the Dodgers or it was going to be the Yankees and for an outside chance of the Mets. And the Dodgers, they wanted the player. It seemed like the player wanted to go to the Dodgers. And that's been something that I've heard throughout the offseason or especially since Otani signed with um, the Dodgers is that players wanted to follow Otani to to L.A. Like that is – he's a huge draw. Um, He instantly – like they were obviously a World Series contender without him. But now that he's with them, they are absolutely a World Series team. And they're easily the favorites. They added Yamamoto. They added Tyler Glasnow. And to answer questions in the the chat here, I don't anticipate them being done because they still need to get another – to me, they need to get some more starting pitching depth. And I think a guy like Lucas Giolito, who's been rumored there, I know the Dodgers had interest. Um, but I, it could be tough to squeeze because I, everything that I've heard suggests he's probably going to get about 20 million a year. And that could, I don't know if they have the budget for it yet, but I guess with anything with the Dodgers, you can't rule anything out, but what they've done so far is miraculous. This is probably the most stunning off season in baseball history. And I've, I've gotten a sense from a lot of people in the, or a lot of uh, fans in the in the National League, especially the National League West, that are frustrated with what's going on. I hear you, but this is basically baseball's version of the Golden State Warriors when they signed Kevin Durant. That's exactly what this feels like, and it is—it's uh, stunning, and it's now—it's now reality. This is just an absolutely incredible offseason.
0: I do hear from fans who are frustrated, but like you said, it, it's not the first time this has happened in professional sports. Kevin Durant to the Warriors felt like this. A lot of people chastised Kevin Durant for joining a team that was already so stacked. And it's there's, you know, the MLB precedent isn't as plain as the NBA precedent. But man, it, it's not like that. you can't go. You only have to go back to very recent history to see super teams uh, joining up like this. And in baseball, it is so much more unpredictable. Uh, who is going to ultimately get to the World Series and win it. The Dodgers failed spectacularly the last two years with stacked rosters. It doesn't surprise me at all that they said, okay, we're not going to just sit here and get to the NLDS again and get upset by an 87-win team without really trying to go, sorry, Red Sox fans, full throttle. Uh, and they go get Otani, they go get Yamamoto, they add Tyler Glass now and extend him there's a reason we're hearing names like Corbin Burns and Willie Adamas and Emmanuel Class A in the comments because why would they be done you look at their projected rotation right now and it's Yamamoto glass now Walker Bueller of course but then Bobby Miller Emmett Sheehan and you're one glass now injury away from Kyle hurt being in there like I can't help but think they do need another starter and I can't mm. rule out Corbin Burns
2: I, I don't know if they go out and get Corbin Burns. That would be – I mean, that would make this just beyond the words insane. But – and you also – like, that's the thing is you also don't know uh, what Walker Buehler is going to look like because he's coming off the injury too, and he's a giant question mark. And they they really wanted to make sure that they weren't going to force him back last year um, just because they didn't want to – they didn't want to rush him back. They wanted to ensure that he was going to be 100% healthy for this year. But – I I do think like a Corbin Burns and a Willie Adamas certainly make a lot of sense Uh, for the Dodgers. I don't just, the thing is is I don't know the budget there and the Brewers just shedded $7 million or a little bit more than 7 million bucks off their payroll with trading Adrian Hauser and Tyrone Taylor to the Mets. That to me, it, it showed that they ended up taking away some of their starting pitching depth and it saved money. And I think that, might be a little bit more further proof that Burns could be staying put. That's the indication that I've gotten from the start of the offseason. Uh, obviously, things can change. Teams be- can become aggressive now, especially now that they, that they know that they missed out on Yamamoto. or The Dodgers, the fact that they got Yamamoto, they could possibly try to go get another starting pitcher. I don't think Burns is going anywhere, but it's the Dodgers. They have a lot of prospects. They have a lot of money available. They won't sign him to an extension. That's not in uh, Scott Boris's playbook here, yeah. but... I guess you can't rule really anything out with that, but I think it's unlikely.
1: This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand, and he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by Granger. For the ones who get it done
0: let's talk through some yamamoto losers as well because look we know the dodgers are going to be good it's just going to be a question of what happens to them when they make the postseason and how healthy they are because it they were stacked before yamamoto showed up they're stacked now they have a 25 year old ace coming over from japan for 5 8 or 12 years they're good we get it um but The New York Mets, I categorize these teams in in two clumps. Uh, I feel like you can put the Mets and Red Sox together. This is just outsiders perspective. I feel like you put the Mets and Red Sox together and the Giants and Yankees together. And I say that because the Mets and Red Sox need pitching, but neither one feels like a 2024 contender now that they didn't get this centerpiece and maybe they don't go quite so big budget. And then the Yankees and Giants feel like two teams that, look, the pressure is on the Giants. They wooed, you know, they got one, they got Lee this offseason and they're hoping for more. Maybe there's a Snell pivot in the books there. The Yankees get Juan Soto and they want him there long-term, but he's there for one year. So I don't think the Yankees can say, we tried our best, we, you know, we based our whole offseason on Yamamoto and now I think we're going to chill. Like the Yankees and Giants feel like they have to keep going. The Red Sox and Mets feel to me like, if they were to take a break, if they were to just collect depth, it would not be the end of the world. But I don't know if I'm reading that correctly.
2: No, I, I think you're reading this spot on. And starting with the Mets, I don't anticipate them shopping in the top or in the most expensive aisle of the starting pitching market. I think they're going to make, I, I would call a, a splash in the in the starting pitching market for the Mets pretty unlikely. I think they're going to go shopping in a different aisle I'm becoming increasingly skeptical about the Red Sox spending big money in the starting pitching market. I know they've been connected to Jordan Montgomery and reports kind of in wait and see mode. And uh, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it kind of mode with that. Um, but as far as the um, the Giants and, and the Yankees here, I think they absolutely have to just continue putting their foot on the gas pedal. And Blake Snell, to me, makes so much sense for the Giants. And I think that is going to be the direction that they ultimately pivot to. I could also see a Marcus Stroman type uh, making sense there for the Giants. And I will also say, I saw the report yesterday about the angels being the, like the Giants as big as competition for Blake Snell saw the report that to me felt like a leverage play. And I am under the impression as of right now that seven years is going to be too much for the Angels, and I don't think that's going to be the direction that they go in. Uh, they have not had recent conversations with Marcus Stroman, but I know that's a player that they've they've talked to at some point this offseason. Um, so I anything can change, especially with Artie Marino, because it all depends on how he wakes up that day. If he wakes up and decides, yeah, I want to go get a big free agent star, he's shown these he want that he can and will do it. Um, but as of right now, I think the Blake Snell connection to the Angels is overblown. And as far as the Yankees, I don't necessarily know how they're going to pivot. Um, that's going to be because I don't think they're going to be Snell. I don't think they're going to be Stroman. Um, I don't know exactly what direction they're going to pivot in here. And yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see what, what Brian Cashman does but obviously like they're not going to go out and sign someone for 300 plus million dollars. I think that was the only option there was going to be was going to be Yamamoto. Do they potentially explore a Jordan Montgomery reunion? I don't know. Um I, I feel like that's been reported somewhere, right?
0: It's been reported that they've explored it internally. I think it's a funny market for the Yankees because they're walking into a free agency. Uh, They clearly valued Yamamoto, but did not value him quite at the same level as the Mets and Dodgers, I guess, when all was said and done. That said, if he let the dodgers match the mets offer and he wanted to play with otani it seems pretty clear he would have let the dodgers match the yankees offer too so i don't know why yankee fans are out in the comments being like you got to offer him 325 well he let the dodgers match 325 because he wanted to go there so maybe yeah, the yankees offer him 375 he reconsiders but it's pretty clear at this price point he was going to la so now they're mm-hmm. walking to a free agent pool featuring two guys who hate them jordan montgomery uh he they uprooted him and his wife the day after she started a program at, you know, a New York medical center and said, eh, we don't think you're a playoff starter. We're trading you to St. Louis. They're really going to, Brian Cashman's really going to go apologize to Jordan Montgomery and say, sorry, uh, that was a year ago. Things have changed. Now we love you. Uh, Ignore the fact that we were trying to offer $300 million for Yamamoto. You were our plan A all along. Like, okay, man. And then Marcus Stroman, per reports, wanted to be a Yankee at the deadline when he was traded to the Mets unconfirmed but people indicated he maybe maybe or maybe not through a temper tantrum in the blue jays locker room that's still unconfirmed but his dad said he was a childhood yankee fan he was hoping to go there he denied it he said i was always a mets fan out on long island uh who knows but either way he's been taking shots at the yankees for three years uh saying like oh they don't have pitching they don't have anybody behind cole and uh he's not wrong but He sort of made it his mission to take shots of the Yankees. So the Yankees need pitching depth in that Montgomery Stroman tier. And I would say both of those guys make very little sense for the team as currently constructed. I wonder if it's Frankie Montas and a name we're not hearing at all. But that's sort of what I'm thinking.
2: Yeah, I think I think that's probably a fair assumption. I I know Frankie Montas is actually he's getting quite a bit of interest. Um, He's had a pretty strong market this offseason. To my knowledge, nothing is close. but. yeah, the Yankees to me, they have to add another starting pitcher. I don't think that's really up for debate. And uh, I'm going to interrupt this uh, this part of the show with two minor league deals. Let's let's do them. Let's do them. Um, Lewin Diaz and Travis Blankenhorn are both in agreement on deals with the Washington Nationals. So we have a baseball insiders update uh, for you there. Um, I know everyone's wondering what the Nationals are up to,
0: um, and and there you go. That's uh, that's what they're doing. So um, I'm wondering how uh, Steve Cohen let Travis Blankenhorn go to a divisional foe. That feels like come on, flex your muscles, Uncle Steve. What are you doing? Blankenhorn was right there, and you let him go to the Nats. I don't know. I don't believe in this guy. No, I'll tell you. And, and but
2: okay, so I'm seeing this comment here from Joshua Harris about the Angels, and mm-hmm. I don't want you to interpret my comments as saying that they're going to not do much. Um, They are going to do something. I feel very, very confident in that. Um, Starting pitching market is absolutely something that they're eyeing up. Relievers, um, I've heard them connected to several different outfield bats. I am not able to say them publicly right now. Um, but they would be meaningful bats. I will I will give you that. It's not Bellinger. I, I, I'll tell you that right now. It's not Bellinger. It's not uh, a Chapman, but I've heard them connected to like some of the better bats in the market. I'll, I'll leave that one at that.
0: Uh, sadly, we have left some uh, of our Red Sox listeners and viewers sad. The Red Sox fans are populating the comments just saying, I am sad. Red Sox stats is here, and he's sad. Um, is he so- here? Yeah, he's here. He wrote, I am sad um at 12
2: 31 so wow hey red sox stats big fan of you i appreciate you watching like that that's very uh that's
0: very kind this is the opposite clip of red sox stats we are both big fans of you we just uh went viral for calling mlb scoops a sucky bad account uh red sox stats if you want to clip this and pin this tweet in the same way that they did we would not mind uh but you also don't have to do that you're the man
2: Yeah, no, I echo everything that Adam said. Red Sox stats, you're awesome. Uh, We appreciate you, MLB scoops. Your account still sucks.
0: (laughs) MLB scoops, you got it wrong, buddy. Uh, It's all good. Uh, Well, the floodgates are something that we theoretically uh, will be opening in the coming days, whether it's Blankenhorn related or slightly bigger names. Uh, Who should we be keeping an eye on? Whose markets are now developing? It does still feel like it might be a really long time for Cody Bellinger. Uh, Just because there's so much like that's not dependent on the pitching market at all. And there are so many expectations to reset there. But who are you eyeing in the coming days? I think both you and I are going to have a pretty uh, hectic weekend.
2: Yeah, I'm so first of all, uh, Henry, I can confirm Shelby Miller is going to the Tigers pending a physical. I think that might be announced today, Um, but it'll, it'll be announced soon. Um, But as far as the market's going, I think the markets to really watch are the starting pitching market and even the bullpen market. And I have had conversations with a lot of different teams, a lot of different agents over the last few weeks or last few days, I should say. And it's been basically, as soon as Yamamoto goes, they're going to have a lot of clarity and they're going to be able to act accordingly. And now that Yamamoto's gone, like I could even sense some different markets were starting to pick up last night. And um, n- to my knowledge, none of the big names are imminent, but I think we could see some movement in the um, in, in in some different tiers of the starting pitching market and uh, the bullpen market as well. I talked to some different people around the league who said that their indication from teams was is that as soon as um, as soon as Yamamoto went, they got the indication that some other players are going to become immediate priorities. So I would expect both those markets to really heat up. And Gabe, you are asking the trillion dollar question here, the Yuki Matsui update. Um, I have tried for, since these reports have surfaced, I have texted literally every single person who I think would have direct knowledge of this and nobody is acknowledging it. And I have not gotten a confirmation. I have not gotten a denial. I do think it is really interesting that, it's been the case for me. It's been the case for John Heyman. It's been the case for Jeff and It's been the case for Ken Rosenthal. All of us have been completely silent on it because I, I don't know. Um, it is one of the more puzzling free agents that I can really kind of like recall. Um, and I, t- the honest answer is that I don't know. I don't know if it's right. I don't know if it's wrong. I just, yeah, I'm, I'm usually, I, I like talking from a case of like knowing what's going on and in this case it has been completely silent and i'm wondering why is that so what is going on with yuki matsui yeah that's pulling out the old brian windhorse there
0: could yuki matsui potentially be ai generated are we sure he is a real guy
2: uh, sources tell adam yeah i don't know well, who knows who knows i might just- run
0: with that one yeah if you i might tweet that i might tweet the lewin diaz signing too i just have a field day on my twitter today
2: yeah, I'll tell you. I, Cause I told that I told Adam if he wanted to tweet it, he could. But he he he. Uh,
0: yeah, I, mean, he, he, I guess he didn't tweet it. No, I didn't. I could have. I, I should have maybe. Um, well, we'll be keep, we'll continue to watch that. Um, before we go, I do want to just address some specifics on the trade market and, and keep those questions coming. Uh, if there's anything else we can address, we happily will. Um, I think. Obviously, a burner asking about does Roki Sasaki get more next year? I think he can't next year, right? If he comes over, he's coming over like Otani the first time like an amateur. So I feel like I don't know if I don't know know if the money lines up if he comes in next year. I think you have to wait till 2027 for his team to get paid. I don't know. But um, that will be that will take over next season. Presumably, we'll all be talking about that. Um, I wonder I wonder about teams in the trade market. I, I still wonder about if the Padres have more work to do there. If, if the, if the Hassan Kim market starts to heat up a little bit as they try to replenish their system with assets. I don't know. What, what are you hearing on the trade market as well?
2: Yeah, I would say as far as the Padres, they, I mean, there's teams that are interested in um, Hassan Kim. There's teams that are interested in Drake Cronenworth and I mean, I guess you can't necessarily rule anything out there. And I do know that Bob Melvin absolutely loves Hassan Kim. And I don't know if the Padres would trade him to a division rival, but if I'm reading the reports correctly, uh he is like best friends with Jung Hu Lee. I wanna say that's accurate. I wanna say okay. that's been out there. Um but I I think the Padres are gonna be at the point where like right now it seems like they're they're pretty quiet. And that's been the indication I've gotten from teams that have talked to them or even some other agents that have talked to them. It's just that kind of quiet right now. And I think they're probably waiting out the market for some of these prices to fall. Um, But it's very unusual for AJ Preller to be quiet at this time of the year. And again, I still have no clue if this Yuki Matsui thing is right, which is driving me nuts. Um, So if any of my sources are watching this, uh, please respond. Um, that'd That'd be very kind. Um, but it's the MLB, trade scoops, market MLB
0: scoops. If you're here, drop us a line.
2: No, please, please do. Uh, MLB scoops. Yeah. Got them. Ugh. Anyways. Um, the, uh, the trade market is, I'm sure going to heat up, especially with the starting pitcher market. Cause it's, it's a case now where these teams now know that Yamamoto's off the board. They can pursue a Corbin Burns. They can pursue, Shane Bieber, they can go after Dylan Cease, they can go after Jesus Lazardo, they can go after a lot of these guys that are said to be like being talked about in trades. I don't think that full list of players are available by any means, but like they've certainly been had conversations about for sure. Um, so I'd expect that part of the trade market to really heat up here in the next couple days or next couple weeks. I really do think that the market is going to go pretty berserk here um, for the next couple of weeks. And I've already, I've legit had, this is no exaggeration when I say this, I have had probably about a half dozen people around the league tell me, keep your phone out on Christmas and keep it out on Christmas Eve. And I think there's, there's going to be movement. I am fully prepared for Christmas scoops and yeah, it's going to be, gonna be pretty crazy um but i'm here for it because i think the offseason dam is finally it's finally up and i think it's about to get going here so that's that's always exciting
0: yes i'm fully prepared for christmas eve and christmas day i'm just glad that yamamoto got himself out of the way so that now we can talk about plenty of other depth pieces and people who would be frontline moves in any other offseason now we finally get to move forward i know uh i see austin asking about the pirates targets on the starting pitcher market i know we're not sure of what that jason Mackey reference is yet but i guarantee you if you join the discord uh you will be in a community of pirates fans who are all very united around chasing this exact same scoop so if you join us on the discord we will certainly have more discussion of that first
2: that is very accurate yeah we have lots of pirates fans in there and they are currently leading the league in information among pirates fans i can tell you about i am giving them the information that's correct i have told people in the all-star chat i believe who their top target is on the starting pitching market again if you join please don't leak because that is something that we can't have happen but um if you join you will easily be the most informed fan in baseball i can guarantee you that and uh yeah, it's it's gonna be pretty. Act- it's it's very active. It's constantly going. Like my phone buzzes constantly about it. I'm I'm getting questions here from Marlins fans about Luis Arise. Yeah, um, I I want to just address this. It's like to me, I don't consider a trade um, likely. I don't think it's like I I would put it in the pretty highly unlikely category. But the indication that I've gotten is most Marlins players are not untouchable. Um, I think Yuri Perez and Sandy Alcantara are as close to to untouchable as it gets for the Marlins. And then anyone after that, if you make a good enough offer, then I think it's fair game. Um, But yeah, I, I would not get your hopes up for an arise trade.
0: But there you go. Uh, I mean, if people asking about the Marlins trade market, yeah, it's going to open up uh, almost certainly. Uh, now is the time when everything is uh, flooding down. I see some people in the comments uh, right before we sign off asking like, hey, I'm a member. I'm struggling to get into the discord or I don't have the link. Uh, comment on the most recent video. So comment on this video, uh, but not in the chat. Comment uh, as soon as it goes live. Mention that you need the link and our producer will come get you. Uh, Basically, you'll make sure you get in there. So uh, we really appreciate uh, new contract terms for Yamamoto during this conversation. Is that true?
2: Um, I mean, Rosenthal ended up writing the opt-outs are in years six and eight, and then it's it's backloaded. King source, why why do you type in all caps? Curious.
0: (laughs) Also, King source asked before we went live why the delay. I'll I'll clear that up. I'll clear up the mysterious delay. Robert was uh, getting a haircut. Uh,
2: source sources confirmed i did get a haircut and i wasn't able to style it in time so that's why i'm
0: wearing a hat right now <laughs> and but. then after after the show i'm gonna get a haircut so that's just a window into the world of the baseball insiders we were not keeping a secret from you we were not negotiating a last minute standoff between the red Sox and jordan montgomery we were just <laughs> we we're just navigating two haircuts at the same time so it is what it is
2: no exactly and yeah it's it's the year of the haircut because you got to look fresh for uh for christmas and uh, my, it's also my first, um, my first holiday, um, with my girlfriend and her family. So that'll be exciting. Uh, so I definitely got to look fresh for that one too. Um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be crazy. It'll be a really good time. And uh, I've already, thank God they're a very understanding family. Cause I've already told them there is a very good chance I'm going to have to leave at some point to answer a phone call. Um, that is, it is the year of the scoop. I am convinced of that. And yeah. As I said at the start of the show, I got a couple of them in the hopper. I got a couple of them in the drafts, and yeah, I would I would recommend staying tuned and also uh, putting tweet notifications on for your boy
0: because we will be leading the league in
2: information and accurate information as that, at, at that one.
0: Yes, we are pumped. I mean, even yeah, I had to run upstairs and and captain the Yamamoto scoop last night and write it up on multiple sites and, and captain our staff writers, and and I don't want to do that during the holidays, but we got to and we got to do it all of y'all um so join us in the discord if you haven't yet uh we will be live again next thursday time out before we sign up let's go
2: so w- one thing too is i so i've seen people in the comments here asking about the blue jays um they have been active they've been looking at both the free agent and the trade markets there was a report this morning connecting them to michael taylor um that like they've been in contact with him but nothing has changed over the last like few weeks in terms of that so i don't know where that report came from but nothing is imminent there i would not read too much into that at all um because nothing there with taylor is imminent um and yeah that's that's the update i wanted to add there
0: nice uh happy to help everybody um well thanks for joining us we hope we got as many uh questions out as we possibly could we hope he gave you as much information as we could have uh this is a super fun emergency show and i hope that the floodgates really do break down and if you stop by the discord uh y'all know first i do feel like i right before we sign off, let's just do phillies because we're getting uh we're getting a lot of Phillies comments and Phillies Weekly is asking us if they're up to anything. Uh, we know they were lurking in the Yamamoto chase a little bit and they didn't ultimately close that deal. But I would be heartened if I were a Phillies fan knowing that they were involved and probably more involved than the Red Sox.
2: Yeah, I, the Phillies were involved. And when it comes to star players, John Middleton, their owner, is always very active and he's always wants to be involved because I don't know if there's any owner in baseball. Oh, Maybe besides the Dodgers at this point, yeah, uh, who loves uh, who loves star players more than Milton? And um, it makes me like I don't anticipate them being in the market for some of the top guys in the starting pitching market anymore. I think Yamamoto may have been the exception. I do wonder because we saw last year they their um, their bullpen imploded during the, the playoffs, especially Craig Kimbrell in the ninth inning. If you add a guy like Josh Hader to that bullpen, do they make it to the World Series last year? Because if Craig Kimbrel was his normal self, like if he was good, I think they beat the Diamondbacks and go to the World Series. So I, I think a strong case can be made there that they're that they should pursue Josh Hader. I don't know if they're in there, but I think if there's any big, um, if there's any big move that they can make, I think Hader is probably going to be it. And yeah, I, I think that might be, I think that might be one to watch. It's not any inside information. I want to clarify that, but that is just me reading the tea leaves.
0: I tell you what, the Dodgers going to Philadelphia in next year's postseason would be a pretty fun place for them to end up.
2: Yeah, that would be freaking bonkers. I'll tell you. I mean, let's say you have the the ninth inning and. It's Otani bets in Freeman against Josh Hader. How freaking unbelievable would that be? That, I mean, that's like, that's as, that's ridiculous, but it would be awesome baseball. And I'm kind of rooting for it to happen. Um, Cause I think that'd just be awesome. Um, yeah. Just good times.
0: That's Very what good. I want. I want I want to send the Dodgers to a hostile environment, see how they handle things. Uh, if they're going to make the postseason anyway. That's my perspective as a baseball fan right now. Don't you want to give KD the toughest road after he chooses the Warriors? Don't you want to send him to Boston or somewhere like that where he could get eaten alive by the fans? That's what I want to see the Dodgers have to persevere through in order to capture this title that everybody sort of thinks is a fait accompli. We will see you right back here next Thursday, if not sooner in the Discord. Again, if you need the link, comment on the video. Our producers will make sure to hook you up. Until next Thursday, have a Merry Christmas. Happy rest of your holidays. Enjoy some family time. And we will be the ones on the other end giving you the scoops. Take care, everybody.
2: Thank you, everybody. And as I said before, we got stuff in the hopper. Stay tuned.
0: The drafts are open. Bye, y'all.
1: This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping.